What's up, Scoob Heads, and welcome back to the Direct to Video podcast, the newest and probably not the only direct to video Scooby Doo podcast on the internet. I am your host, the Cheese Man, joined by my co host, Space Kook. Space Kook, episode three, welcome back. Space Kook's doing really well. I don't know why I welcome you back every time because we do this together, but. Welcome back regardless. I need to say that Space Kook's doing well because this movie has to do with space. Yeah. And that is where I'm from. It probably felt like it was like a homecoming thing for you. It was, yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming loosely based off Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders. Tom Holland not a sponsor of the pod. Tom Holland not a sponsor, nor is Jake Gyllenhaal, but we'd love to have him on. Probably both huge do-heads. Oh my god. What'd you think of the movie? Scoop heads. Scoop heads, sorry. Scoop heads now. Rest in peace, do-heads. Rest in peace. 2020 to 2020. <laughs> True. Uh, what do you think of the movie? I like this one a lot. I'm going to give it four out of five Scooby Snacks. I didn't like it as much as I like Witch's Ghost, and I liked it more than I liked Zombie Island. I thought it was, this was definitely the scariest one for me as a kid. I think this was the scariest one for me now, I for, would say. I, it was freaky. It's like, just the way that those I'm aliens just, look. I'm it's, picturing, like, me as a child watching this, and, like, just, like, I would be terrified. I, it was still kind of, like, if I was home alone right now, I'd probably be a little bit freaked out. Yeah, it's not a movie to watch with all the lights off, for sure. No, not at all. Well, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. We're having a ton of fun doing it. Be sure to follow us out there on Twitter, at DirectToVidPod. Write into our email account. Give us your thoughts, your takes. We're still looking for a mayor. We're still looking for any sponsors and or friend of the pods. Uh, the email is DirectToVidPod at gmail.com. Uh, is that it for housekeeping? Uh, the only other housekeeping thing I have is that if you are going through your wallet or your purse and you happen to see some gift cards that you know don't have the full value on them but may have a couple of dollars left over, like $5.37 at Gander Mountain or something like that. <laughs> it's Gander Mountain. Uh, it's an outdoor sports brand for fishing and hunting apparel. We Neither of us hunt or fish. But just, well, why did you go Gander Apparel? Uh, Gander Mountain Apparel. Oh, I don't know. It was just the first thing I thought of. Are they a sponsor? Time. They are not a sponsor. I thought, I'm a spo- actually I thought, sure I thought there was a sponsor announcement you are going to hit me with. I'm decently decently sure they are actually bankrupt but uh if you have any of those gift cards we are like well i'm never going to use this you just send us the value at our email address because we are always happy to take whatever kind of donations you're willing to give us it's like our patreon but for used gift cards gladly take a used itunes gift card please we are begging but all right episode three was like i said scooby-doo and the alien invaders let's let's dive right into the plot you took detailed notes once again as i usually which do. i'm very i'm very impressed with. thank you yes you want you want to take the reins here oh uh, well shall i pass you the reins to this ufo sure uh, unidentified flying opinion-based podcast Nice. Did you write that down in your notes? I did not write down on, off the top of my head. So Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders begins, uh, as you would probably expect an alien movie in the Scooby-Doo universe or Scooby-verse to exist in Roswell, New the Mexico. Scoob-verse. Yeah. The Scoob-verse. Scoob- Scoob- Scoob-verse. The Scoob-verse. Yes. In the Scoob-verse, they begin in Roswell, New Mexico. Um, Why are they in New Mexico? It's unclear. They're driving around, and they're driving, and Shaggy is driving for some reason. Yeah. And well, everyone else was sleeping, but they were also blasting music. Which correct. Was very rude of them. Very rude. Uh, also, uh, the Mystery Machine doesn't seem large enough for three people to sleep. Uh, are there back seats? I still don't understand what, how, that, how that works. They play very fast and loose with the seats. Yeah. Sometimes it does feel like they're Remember sitting. when there was like a computer system in there in the first movie? Oh, is I that, wish the computer is, was is still, still there? No, what did she call it? She called it a data the warehouse. Database. The database. The database. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the data warehouse. <laughs> I don't know. Um... So they're in Roswell, New Mexico, they're driving around, and a UFO overhead causes the mystery machine to crash, and they are on the outskirts of a small town near New Mexico, and they are like, well, what do we do with the van? Shaggy and Scooby stay with the van, and Fred and Daphne and Velma go into town. Um, While they're there, do you remember what animal they see while they're supposed to be guarding the mystery machine? Yes, they see a jackalope. And research department, is that a real animal? No, research department... 
if I'm not mistaken, we watched this movie with you tonight, and you have never seen Scooby-Doo, and the first thing out of your mouth was, which one is Velma? So please give us your take on the Jackalope. Is it real? Is it fake? Research department. <clears throat> it's fake. There we go. Research department can confirm the Jackalope is a fake animal. That's breaking news here on the Direct to Video podcast. In the movie, though, they definitely see one, so the question is, are they hallucinating? Oh, man. I don't know. They don't have a, they don't have a database anymore. They can't they even look it up. They couldn't Google it. Yeah, yeah. there's no way of knowing. So they see this jackalope. It takes the Scooby snack, and they chase this jackalope into a cave where they encounter these very, very scary frog-like aliens. They look like Cinnamon from the Apple Jacks commercial, but if he was like a wider piece of celery. Yeah, actually, that's pretty that's good. That's exactly how I describe it. I, I thought more like... You a, know, everyone out there, I'm sure, can visualize Cinnamon from Apple... Apple Jacks, not a sponsor. If you were, celery, not a sponsor. If but. you were unable to... Celery, negative calories when you eat it, though, so eat more celery, people. Um, No, I actually thought it was more like broccoli, like a florid of broccoli... Florid? Floral? Yeah, florid. It's a florid of broccoli with a face on it. That's why the head thing was doing the head thing. Yeah, that's fair. But They look like veggie straws. We are not describing it in a way that does justice to the fact that they are terrifying to be. I'll tweet out a picture. I'll yeah. tweet out a picture. Yeah. What should the hashtag be? Broccoli florid. Hashtag broccoli celery monsters. Hashtag negative calories. All right, I'll do, I'll do hashtag negative calories. Anyway, so they flee and they run into town, which Fred says as they start walking that it's about a mile away. And Scooby and Shaggy it sort of does explain their lack of weight. Because they constantly are running great distances yeah. at, like... It's not like shock your metabolism, like like when you're standing... Pre- there's no warm-up. They're just going. Yeah, they're doing... They're, no, they're not stretching. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a real fitness expert, but I believe they're doing something called high-intensive interval training, or HIT. And I believe that's, like, supposed to be really good for you if you're trying to, like, lose a lot of fat. So huh. that may explain why Scooby and Shaggy actually are in such good shape. Makes sense. So anyway, they get to the diner. Um, where Fred and Daphne and Velma already were. There's a lot of diners in the Scoobaverse. There are, and the kind of universe I want to live in. True. I love diners. True. I mean, it's hard not to love diners, although it did seem like a cash-only establishment, which in the year 2000 makes sense, but in the year 2020, let's go, people. Let's stop this nonsense where it's cash-only business. Yeah, true. I agree. They get there, and they tell them that they saw the aliens, and as we can assume, everybody just says, no, you didn't. Which, again... Yeah, I'm assuming this is all still canon, but these people have seen zombies... They saw a ghost. They've seen a jackalope. They saw a witch's ghost. No they saw, it's true. There should be no reason to be like, yeah, aliens are out of the picture. Right, exactly. Again, I, I talked about this last week, but I never want to know if there are aliens. It's my biggest fear. Never, I, never want to know if there are aliens. I believe, and I said to you exactly the same thing of, I would not want you to be the person that told yeah. me that there were aliens. Do you think there are aliens out there? I don't think we're alone. I think they're out there, and that freaks me out. I don't want to think about it too much. Yeah, it does get a little does get a little mind warpy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they go, and they're like, we saw the aliens. No, you didn't. But the waitress points to this guy in a booth, and she's like, well, he saw the aliens. Um, and so the guy's name, who they see is, do you remember his name? Oh, um, I do not. His name is Lester. Last, I, almost, I was going to say Clint. It's not Clint. But this movie kind of reminds me of the first Thor in New Mexico, and that's the first time we see Hawkeye. Yeah. We talk a lot about Marvel for them not being a sponsor. Marvel, not a sponsor. Jeremy Renner, friend of the pod? Uh, Questionably. It's out there. Yeah. Acquaintance of the pod. Anyway, this man named Lester, has he claims he's been abducted, and he hears Scooby and Shaggy talk about the aliens and believes them because he says he's experienced exactly the same thing. Um, He has pictures. That's, like, why the gang is, like, so into listening to what Lester has to say because he's like, well, in my abduction, I, I got pictures, which the year is 2000. What mechanism did they think he took these pictures on? Like a camera? They, yeah. But he tells them that he was, like, strapped to the chair, 
So there was no way for him to take the picture. That's true. So I don't know why the, the gang is like... Yeah, I thought that... I was wondering about that, too. Like, how did they think he took... When did he have time he was being experimented on to take pictures? And he keeps telling them, he's like, oh, I had the pictures, I had the pictures. So they believe him, and they follow this man back to his home. Yeah, what a jerk. It, the, the pictures turn out to be paintings. Right. Like, why would you not say paintings? Yeah. Like, if you came if you came home one day, and you had a, like, painting, you're like, yeah, I got this picture taken, and it's like a giant painting, and it has to go on our wall somewhere, I'd be pretty annoyed with you. Well, and let's also not forget, he is a landscape... Uh, painter. That's like why he's in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. But and I think I mean, are there any painters who are friends of the pod? Please, please, uh, please let us know if you call your paintings pictures. Also, please make us a new cover art because uh, right now yes. we can still see the, quiggle, the squiggly line from the uh, the spell check, which is still the funniest idea I've ever had. Anyway, so they get to the house. It f- turns out they're pictures. This guy's like clearly. Oh, real a nut quick, job. I'm changing my name from the cheese man. Okay, I'm gonna change it. I changed it a couple episodes ago. I'm now Doctor Wolf. Doctor Wolf. Yeah. Okay. What what Scooby Doo candidate? Uh, the Richie Rich slash Scooby Doo show in the episode K nine to five. Nice, cool. So they get to his house and he's clearly a nut job. Clearly, like they don't believe what he's saying about the aliens at all. <laughs> but he's like he's wearing sandals. I think that's like a New Mexico thing. New Mexico listeners, if you're out there, sandals all the time. Yes? Question mark. No research department. Um. So they go and they're at this guy's house and he's like, "Do you have?" Fred literally asks him. Hey, do you have a hotel to stay at? And he goes, there are no hotels Dude, here. Dude, Fred's jacked in this movie. Yes. Oh my god. Fred is in... You know how much Fred lifts? A ton. All of it. Every single... He is absolutely swole. His upper body is insane. It does seem like he has... He wants to go to a hotel, not to sleep. He can get a workout in the fitness center. <laughs> He's like, oh my god. And it's unreal how big he is. It's also kind of weird, too, because his shirt is tucked in. To a point where, like, it's just over-accentuating how big his shoulders are. Like, yeah. If he, I do that, like, like when eventually we do go back into, like, office spaces, why well, I look more jacked if I just straight up tuck my shirt in down to my knees? They have those things that you can, like, put onto your socks. I think we call them girders to keep your shirt tucked in. Like, cops wear those so that they can keep their gun on, I believe. Huh. Yeah. Uh, girders, if you're out there looking for a sponsorship, uh, that would be a pretty... <laughs> Natural symmetry between yeah, Scooby-Doo I think and our, I think there's girders. a lot of overlap between our audience. And, I'll be honest, uh, the way that the way that Fred is animated, he looks like a phenomenal tight end prospect. True, he seems. Like, oh my god, he seems like he could block for like a, days, like a modern day Joel McHale. But could true shout out Joel friend, McHale, friend, friend of the friend of the podcast. Joel, if you're listening, please get Jim Rash on this show. We will not stop until Jim Rash comes on this podcast. Anyway, they're at this guy's house. He's insane, but they don't have a hotel to stay at. So the guy's like, well, you can stay here. And they're like, sure. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah, like, who would stay with the kooky man who thought he was abducted by aliens? Like, you need a place to stay? You need a place to stay? And so the, he has an extra room for the girls. Mm-hmm. And then he has a couch for Fred. Mm-hmm. And then Scooby and Shaggy are looking around like, oh, like, where are we going to sleep? And he goes, special place. And then he puts them on the roof. Can I? There was one part about this scene that made me really mad. Go on. Fred took off his shoes to sleep on the couch. Shaggy kept his shoes on to sleep outside. Yeah. Take your shoes off when you go to bed. Don't leave your shoes on. At night? Yeah. Outside? Yeah. I don't think so. You would keep your shoes on? Outside? Oh, my. You You're would. on a stranger's roof. That man may attack you at That's any moment. True. That's, That's true. That's probably the safest thing he could have done. All right. I'll so allow it. They're, they're on the roof. They're falling asleep. They're, like, just, you know, doing normal Scooby and Shaggy stuff. Yeah, you know, sleeping. And uh, a UFO, like hovers over Lester's house. Yes. And abducts Scooby and Shaggy. Lester's a great, like, crazy old man name. You know, do you think there's any, like, very sane Lesters? If you're a sane Lester, friend of the podcast, please write in. If you know anyone named Lester, actually. What was the uncle's name in um, Adam's family? Uncle Uncle Fester. Uncle Fester. Mm, That was it. 
My brother says that whenever he has kids, I will be he'll tell them why they started. It's really <laughs> that's, hurt my, that's pretty good. Kind of hurt my feelings. They're abducted by the aliens and they try to examine them. That's but a good horse name, Uncle Fester. Uncle Fester. I'll write it down for all the horses we buy. I'm just saying, horse racing. Belmont Stakes. If you're listening to the podcast, yeah. Uh, can you, if you if the Belmont Stakes need a sponsor, Uncle Fester is a great horse name. Okay, I'll write it down. I don't know why that popped into my head. All the horse breeding that we're doing. The aliens are trying to examine them, but Scooby manages to break free with his tail. And yep. the, the switch to break free was, like, right next to where they were strapped. So it almost begs the question, like, did they want them to get free? I don't know. I mean, did they, did they calculate the fact that this could be a dog they're abducting? Because, again, is Scooby a dog? Scooby, I don't even want to start talking about that at this point. They free themselves. They get. They try to get... They try to get free, but then they get cornered because the UFO is a circle, and they keep running around the circle. Thank you for explaining how you can't get cornered in the circle. Well, <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, yeah. Um, so they are Don't trying you hate to when es- you're running on the track and you get cornered. They're trying to escape, and then they get cornered, and they can't get out, and they pass out out of, like, I guess, fear. Yeah. And it's sort of ambiguous what happens to them, and it's never addressed again no. after they get dropped off. But they get dropped off in the desert later that day, and mm-hmm. who do they meet? They meet um, Crystal. That's correct. And Amber. That's correct. Amber is a dog. That's right. Crystal, what kind of dog? They she's say a golden dog. retriever. Yep, yep. Amber is a human woman. Yes. Yes. And Shaggy and Scooby obviously immediately fall in love with this hippie-looking woman and this, I guess, beautiful dog. I yeah, it's a good-looking dog. I mean, describe. Am- Crystal, the woman, is dressed like she's from like 19- the 1960s. Right. She's got a pretty she's a peace necklace. She's a peace necklace. She's got one of those, like... Cute hippie headband. Yeah, she's got the sweet headband. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she got the belt, the and she jeans. says groovy like Shaggy does. Yeah, and she so. says man, which I didn't realize was like a '60s thing. Yeah, but man. Yeah, I say man too, but I didn't realize that like saying yeah, man was like a '60s thing. The more you know, now we know. Um, obviously, they immediately fall in love because this woman is like clearly designed for Shaggy because mm-hmm. she is a hip, hip hipster. No, 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 certainly not. Uh, she is a hippie woman, mm-hmm. and the dog is just the first female dog I think we've ever seen in the Scooby Doo universe. And this now leads us to believe Scooby accepts the fact that he's a dog. Right? Like, why wouldn't Scooby fall in love with um, Crystal too? If he didn't think he was a dog, why wouldn't he also be attracted to Crystal? So I think he knows he's a This dog. might be the biggest mystery of anything we've watched so far. I just – somebody needs to address this. Like someone needs to put They're out a statement. There's only three movies in. There's so many to go. It just bothers me so much that he says, wrong? Where? Every time. That was a pretty good Scooby. Thank you. I've been watching a lot of Scooby-Doo recently. <laughs> we have been watching a lot of Scooby-Doo. Um, so Some people say I made this podcast so I can get somebody to watch Scooby-Doo <laughs> with me. To them I say, you're right. So they get a ride with these two. And what happens on their ride? This all right. So this woman and dog found this dude passed out in the desert with his dog. With his dog, and is like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'll gladly help you out. And they get in the car, and immediately Shaggy eats her dog food. Well, like immediately, she she says like they're for Amber, but Scooby will like them as Shaggy holds the box. Yeah. But as she's saying that sentence, he's literally eating. One. Dude, if you picked up somebody in the desert. And the I wouldn't fir- pick anybody up in the desert. That's, uh, but the fir- then the first thing they do is eat your dog food. You're pulling over no matter where it is. I don't even care. Yeah, true. No, and you're like you're getting out of this car. Like, no I, arguments there's here. Absolutely no way you're driving that person all the way back. I agree. This no way. So psychopath. They they drop they drop them off at the diner where they. Shaggy might be my, the best villain in this episode in this movie. I think Shaggy's low key a villain in this movie. He's always kind of low key a villain. He's got pants on the whole time in New Mexico. It's hot. Fair. Good point. They. So Amber and Crystal, well, Crystal, because she's the one driving, drop them off at the diner mm-hmm. where the gang is back with Lester. So I guess. Oh, what? Can I can I give one of my thoughts that I had right here? Yeah, sure. 
So they ate dinner and then breakfast at the same diner. You ever done that? Have you ever gone to dinner somewhere and then gone back to that same place for breakfast? Shamefully, I mean, yes. Where was it? The and, corner. And room. are they a sponsor? The corner room in State College, Pennsylvania. Are they a sponsor? I would love them for for them to be. Are but, there any friends of the pod there? Uh, the bartender at the grill. All right, we'll allow it. Yeah. I've never done that. I don't think. Well, I think it's also just like they're in a small town in New Mexico, so yeah, there's probably I guess. not that many options as far as eating is concerned. All right, fair enough. Are you saying it's weird to eat in the same place? I don't think I've ever done it. I'm intrigued by it. What about a hotel? Like, you never eat dinner at the hotel and then breakfast? Does that count? Why not? All right, I don't think that counts. Because, like, you're, you're also sleeping there. Like, you, like, they left the diner and then went back to the diner. Oh. Yeah. I think that's I guess different. it is a little weird. Yeah, I think it's different. It's I've weird. never done I want to do it. Pa- friends of listeners, if uh, you've, you've ever, ever done that, write in. Write please. in, please. Or tweet at us and say, I've done that. Yeah. Don't even add the context of what you mean by that. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So they now are like, well, what should we do today? Well, we need to get our mechanic to fix our car. Because remember, the mystery machine has been out there in the New Mexico desert Mm -hmm. for 24 hours at this point. Yep. So they find this mechanic, um, and he's like What's his name? uh, Buck. Buck. I thought I was going to say Butch. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it's close enough. I know it's Buck, though. And he's huge. He's huge. Oh, my. If Fred's a tight end, Buck's like a five-star defensive tackle. Put him in right now, makes He makes Fred look tiny. He does. Shaggy like a, I don't even know, like a stick. Oh my, the Shaggy's are really like a stick. But with Butch, that's, I mean. That's true. Buck, Buck. You got me screwed up I now. Know. Um, they find the mechanic. It's Butch, not Biff. It's Buck. If anybody gets that reference, please tweet at me. If anybody gets that, nobody's going to get that reference. The mechanic is it's, like. It's Butch, not Biff. The mechanic is like, yeah, I saw your van out there, dummies, and I will go fix it at some He's point. He's kind of rude. He's very rude. Yeah. But I guess if you're a small-town mechanic, like, you know business is constantly going to be coming in, so you're not that worried about the fact that you're rude. Yeah, true. So while they're there, they meet this other guy who's getting all this oil. Um, his name is Steve. And his, name was, his name was Max. Oh, you're right. Well, Steve is one of the other two that... Yeah. Um, a co-worker. Yeah. The co-worker, <laughs> co-worker Steve and co-worker Lara. Um... Max is the one who's getting the oil, and he's like, we need it for our satellites, because yeah, they, they, work, okay. they work at South. Um, I don't remember what that stands for. I know what SETI stands for, though, but South is, like, one of those things in the United States that our federal government pays for to, like, send messages out to space. Oh, the post they... office? Yeah. That's a good joke. Yeah. All right. That's, a good, good. that's a good joke. I have, no, I have no reaction to that. Um, they see, they take a tour of this, the facilities and then Crystal and Amber come by and pick up Shaggy and Scooby to take them, to take them to the spot where they saw the jackalope. Yes. And because she claims to be a nature photographer. Right. Yeah. Which is like the only occupation a real hippie woman could possibly have. Oh my God. Yeah. So they are getting this tour and Velma is getting really suspicious because the South's crew has mud on their boots. In the desert? And where are you coming across mud in a desert? Well, it's like. It was so aggressively muddy on their shoes. It's like, you guys would probably clean this. Yeah. Like, it was pretty unrealistic to assume that they would walk around that, like, very high-tech facility with such muddy shoes. But who am I to judge, I True. suppose? Um, it's and just you and your two other co-workers, and no one else mind. And one of those uh, people was voiced by... Mark Hamill. That's correct. Mark Hamill's back again. Good for him. It almost does beg the question, is Mark Hamill a scoophead? I think he's absolutely a scoophead. Based on the amount of Scooby-Doo appearances he has i was gonna ask you think mark hamill made more money from star wars or his voice acting career i think it's still star wars by far it's definitely still star wars yeah but which is crazy because think about how much stuff he's been in as a voice actor yeah no but you think voice actors make a lot of money i'm not a voice actor i don't know i'm a podcaster basically a voice basically actor. a voice actor 
And we make no is this, is <laughs> we this, make no money. Is this a reality voice acting? Uh, uh, voice acting talent scouts. If you're out there, we here is my voice of an opera. I don't know. I got that. Wow, dude. <laughs> I got nothing. I thought that I'd, was so bad. I thought I'd be able to think of something funnier than that. <laughs> I was just not able to. It was not good. I'm sorry, everyone. Voice actors, if you're listening, stop. <laughs> um, they they also are really suspicious about the oil that he picked up from the mechanic shop because like they're not stupid and satellites don't run on oil. Yeah, that was so much oil. <laughs> that, was, that was so much oil. <laughs> he like tried to explain that it was away. like March toilet paper amount of oil. It was ridiculous. It made absolutely no sense. It also was stacked very precariously in his car. Yeah, it wasn't like tied to anything. No. So if he hit one right turn, it was all gonna. Sp- I don't know. Stupid Max. Um, meanwhile, Max also jacked. Yeah, everybody in this movie is jacked except for Shaggy. Yeah, true. Shaggy, get, get hit the gym, bro. So while they're trying to find the jackalope, Scooby, Shaggy, Crystal, and Amber are forced to leave by two government agents. Mm-hmm. They have MP on their helmet, which I believe stands for military police. Is that a real organization? Yeah, military police, like police the military. Thank you for clarifying what the military police do. You're welcome. All right, I like it. <laughs> they're sweet hats. They do. It says what they are on their hats. I mean, how many other occupations can say that? Um, uh, captain, boat captain. I don't think it says captain on a boat captain's hat. In the community episode where they learn how to <laughs> sail in the parking lot, they have a captain. Jim Rash, please come Jim on Rash, the podcast. Jim Rash, please come on the podcast. Um, so while they're doing this, Crystal reveals that she, reveals, excuse me, that she's an undercover government agent who was sent to investigate the aliens in that area. Yes. Um, the four are enter this nearby cave where they saw the jackalope the first time mm-hmm. and then encountered the aliens the first time. Yep. Um, the rest of the gang goes back to the canyon. Because Velma's like, there's only one place that there could possibly be that much mud, and that's at the b- base of the, of the canyon. That makes sense. Yeah, it was that's pretty how sound, are formed. It was pretty sound logic, except for the fact that you would be able to see if there's yeah, a river. Yeah, they climb all the way down to the bottom of the canyon to prove that there's not a river down there, but it's like you could have seen that from the top of the canyon. Yeah, I agree. So, you ever been to the Grand Canyon? I have not been to the Grand. Have canyon. you ever been to the Little Grand Canyon of Pennsylvania? Where is that? I forget, but I went there once. You said it so confidently, like you were about to know where it was. It's in Pennsylvania. I don't remember the town, but I went there once, and I was so bored. Got it. Okay. Well, the canyon that they're in is dry, but there are some tire tracks, and they follow them into this big cave full of mining equipment, and that is coincidentally the same cave that Scooby and Shaggy and the rest of them are in. Um, They find a lot of gold. That's like the big reveal. Dude, they find so much gold. It was really well animated. I it thought. was. It was like I a, found out why um, this animation so like reminded me of anime. Go for it. It was uh, done by a company in Japan. Oh. The first four of these movies are done by the same company in Japan before they moved over to the fifth one. So we have one more of this current animation style, nice. which I love. Yeah, I like love that. this animation. Yeah, I agree. It, it. I think it's also just like a nostalgia factor. Oh, like, for sure. Like tied into what Absolutely we remember. Is. Um, but anyway, they find this. They find all this gold, um, and. They're, like, kind of celebrating the fact that they have all this gold, but then they get chased by the creepy-looking aliens. Um, And the cops. Right. And the cops see the aliens while they're chasing, but, like, do nothing about the aliens. The cops are packing heat, by the way. I think this is the first time we saw guns in the Scooby-verse. I think so. And it was a little alarming. I'm not going to lie. They were really well animated, the guns. Like, somebody took their time on that. Surprisingly well animated guns. Um, Fred, Velma, and Daphne get captured, but Shaggy, Scooby, Crystal, and Amber fall down... uh, like, a, off of a cliff. Yeah. Which is, like, the third time in this movie that Scooby and Shaggy survive a cliff fall. Yeah, they fall all the time. And, like, never really injure themselves or get stuck. I mean, 127 hours, bro. Like, getting stuck from falling in caves is, like, a real thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, they are, must be extremely lucky. Um, 
the aliens reveal themselves as that self crew that we met earlier. Yep. Uh, and they're explaining. What are their names? The, Max. Uh, it's Max, Steve, Steve and Laura. Laura. Steve is the one who's voiced by Mark Hamill. Yeah. Mark Hamill always plays like a kind of bad guy in these Scooby movies. Yeah. So maybe that's like what he likes doing. He likes being like. It's kind of he was um. He's Fire Lord Ozai. Fire Lord Ozai. Yeah. He was yeah. a Joker. He was the Joker. So he's got a lot of maybe that's like his thing. He likes since he was. Luke I Skywalker, really could. Like I really, I really could have been making Mark Hamill of Avatar fame jokes like I did with Tim Curry. Ah, that's true. That I was sh- a missed opportunity. I should have done that. That's a missed opportunity for sure. I'm rusty. It's late at night. Um. They explained that they stumbled onto that cave while searching for that new location for a new dish, mm-hmm. and they want the gold, but the gold's found on government land, and so they decided to keep it all for themselves. Um, and so that's the crime. There is a crime in this one, I guess. Yeah, like, that's government land. So is it theft from the government? I mean, here's the thing: if you discovered gold on government land, why wouldn't you just try to outbid the government for the land? Like, what's non-government land? Because, I know there's private land. Well, but so like the concept is like eminent domain. Yeah. Where like the government could claim that any land belongs to the government, mm-hmm. but if you own the deed to the land, you don't necessarily have to sell it to the government. So like the government may own the deed to this New Mexico land, mm-hmm. but it's also possible that like that land is up for sale and they could have just bought it and waited it out. Um, or just like started mining the gold themselves and then selling the gold. Like that's the other thing. I'm sure there are points where, like, you're on a river or something, and you use that river for, like, your, your water-powered turbines or whatever, but mm-hmm. that river is a government-owned – government-owned. I'm saying that in quotations, even though you can't see me. River. So, I don't know. I, I don't really understand why they're choosing the alien disguises to, to do this whole operation. It didn't make much sense to me. I mean, they explain why they were aliens to keep, scare the people well, away. Yeah. Well, but – Oh, we didn't get we, a spoiler. Alert. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. you did say that. I did say that. But yeah. it was more more so like what the crime is that they're oh, – I don't know. It just didn't make much sense to me if I'm being honest. No, nah, me neither. It, it was like a very – it was a very loose pretense to be getting dressed up in aliens and spending like a billion dollars on special effects equipment to make the whole thing yeah. believable. It was really impressive. Yeah, it was. And it was a lot of gold. So it was. Not, yeah. Not trying to, not they bought trying a helicopter to... with the gold they already mined. Right. Which Because the UFO was a was a disguised helicopter. Correct. Correct. And like they used the soundstage for all of their abductions. Mm-hmm. Which, again, if this town was as small as they were making it seem like it was. Wouldn't you be able to like know when like somebody's getting a soundstage delivered? Yeah, you would think, right? Yeah. Um, and also, like, where are all these – these like – these ca- these big California companies that are creating all of these special effects and these sound stages and stuff, mm-hmm. like, did they not think twice about, oh, New Mexico, we're just dropping off a sound yeah, stage? Yeah, true. Hey, Hollywood producers, if you're out there and you make sound stages, let us know, like, what you think when a client requests a sound stage in New Mexico. Yeah, let us know if we need, like, a sound stage instead of doing this in our living room. If we're willing to donate a sound stage, we would obviously happily take Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um... So they, yeah, like you were saying, and the two military police end up being two guys in disguises, yeah, uh, who are also part of the yeah. They were they were paid scheme. off by uh, Max, Steve, and Laura. Yes. So the fake agents that we now know are fake corner yeah. Scooby, Shaggy, the, the Crystal, agents, and Amber, the agents, the agents mm-hmm. indeed. They corner them, and Scooby and Shaggy are like, "We'll protect you," and they start like karate chopping the air. Yeah. And, Good intimidation factors. And they think they scare them away, but mm-hmm. what really happens behind them? Amber and Crystal. Crystal, thank you, had turned into aliens. Real they're, aliens. Real aliens. Their peace sign medallions, I guess, honed their power, and they could turn. I forgot this happened. This blew my mind. Yeah, it was very entertaining. Similar to the witch's ghost twist, 
it was entertaining to watch you and research department get your mind blown by the yeah that came out of nowhere in this movie and then the second it happened i remembered that like i remembered seeing that animation like those characters yeah. and i'm like oh that's what that's from yeah. like that's such a deep memory yes um they disguise themselves as hippies why oh um because they're doing research from for their home planet about television broadcast transmissions well so that's what the satellites send out they send out transmissions of like earth tv shows and like earth culture if you were an alien and you got sent one tv show what one would make you want to come to earth the most and what one would make you want to come to earth the least well that implies that we understand the language of like do i not understand any dialogue all i can see is the the actual image. oh you've already thought through this more than i did um or can i understand the language you can figure out the story the what no that how silent films bro yeah but no all right fine you speak the language okay for whatever reason it translates to english when you get here other aliens also happen to speak english uh i'm gonna go with mm, third rock from the sun because it would imply have you ever seen that or do you no. know what i'm talking about no. it's a i've TV seen 30 show. rock it's a different show is this the prequel no <laughs> Third Rock from the Sun is about aliens, okay. so and it talks about how Earth fits in on the galactic scale. Okay. So maybe that would help them understand, or ancient aliens, because then they would be like, that was us. Mm. We see it. True. Yeah. What about you? Community. Yeah, I'm sure that If would I was an alien and just somebody showed me community and it's just Jim Rash running around, I would come to that planet in a heartbeat. Jim Rash, please come on What show pod. would you least be likely to come? Uh, Sons of Anarchy. You don't, you don't like Sons of Anarchy? I've never seen it. All right. Um, mine would probably be... I like Pawn Stars. I don't like Rick Harrison. How about Chumley? Chumley's fine. How about Big Hoss? I don't care that much about any of Like, I don't care enough about any of them to be like, I'm going to take time out of my day to watch them. Well, but you clearly have a, a something against Rick Harrison. That's true. I don't know why. I just don't like him. You never know what. Same reason why I don't like, I don't like Kelly Ripa that much either. Yeah, I don't really like Kelly Ripa that much either. There we go. Kelly Ripa, not a friend of the podcast. Not a friend of the podcast. Welcome to the Barstool and Jeff Bezos category. Boom. That is a tough, that's a tough group that's to be in. That's a tough room to be in. Um, so the UFO that actually ran the gang off the road in the beginning was Crystal and Amber's, uh, UFO yes. that landed at the same time. So the gang, Crystal and Amber managed to stop the crew and tie them all up. Uh, how does the thing that used to be a dog, but is now an alien Amber do it? Do you remember? Oh, she bends metal. Yeah. Not like a metal Like bender. I didn't just watch the movie with you. Oh, I know. Just I forget a lot of things. You're not wrong. Um, the crew and their accomplices are arrested and then Crystal and Amber in a really emotionally scarring moment for me as a child just say goodbye to shaggy and scooby they like they knew these two were in love with them and uh -huh. they're like they get sorry ember also speaks english yeah the dog speaks they english do. and every boss right all, over all of the members of mystery inc are freaking out that this dog speaks english and i'm like you hang out with scooby-doo a literal talking dog like they're like this dog can talk so is scooby a dog or not i don't know it does this movie does have so one thing that we didn't I was going to bring it up at the end, but Scooby-Doo and Shaggy have this like weird dream montage scene where they're singing a song. Oh, I forgot about this. They're singing a song about like, as soon, once Shaggy meets Crystal, he's like falling in love and he's doing that thing where when you first really like somebody, you imagine your entire life together. Yeah. In song form. In song form. Mm -hmm. Right. Which we all have done. Yeah. I assume. What, to, what, 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 like song is your takeover? Like, uh, what tune? Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Nice. Yeah. Good one. Google dolls, please do not sue us. I don't understand how copyright law works. I don't. I think I copyright think, lawyers. I think that was right that was done in parody. So nice. uh, I think we're okay. That's how YouTube copyright seems to work. True. Uh, YouTube definitely not sponsored. Either. No. Um. But anyway, uh, 
in that in that dream sequence, like mm-hmm. I was saying before, Shaggy envisions a world where he has a kid with Crystal, mm-hmm. which is already like kind of a dark theme. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, having children is dark. Well, adult maybe was the word I was looking for. But on top of that, Scooby and Amber, the the dog, also have puppies. Alien dog. Yeah, not but a dog. no, well, but not at that time when he's having that dream. True, sequence. but like Scooby, maybe not a dog. Yeah. Well, but my bigger question is like Scooby's not fixed. He he's not neutered, and like Shaggy, that's like very irresponsible pet ownership. I didn't have a dog growing up. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why Shaggy or Scooby doesn't really understand what he is because yeah. he knows all these other dogs. Maybe all dogs could speak, and then they got neutered, and now they can't speak. Maybe that's what it is. This is research department's assignment <laughs> for next week. All right, he'll check in on that one. Anyway, they say goodbye, and they get sucked up into their spaceship and flown away. Mm-hmm. Um, Shaggy and Scooby are, like, really emotionally distraught. Yep. We're talking, like, real emo sad boy hour. Yeah. Like, very upset. And do you remember what Fred's advice there was, was? There wasn't in Lana Del Rey right now. I yeah, think. yeah. They're bumping Juice World. All girls are the same. They are, like, very upset about it. And do you remember what Fred says? Oh, my God. It's something terrible. Yeah. Like, it's not good. At, you just got to get over it. Yeah, he says, well... That's just what happens. And then he, like, gets in the mystery Yeah, that, that famous thing that happens where your girlfriend and your girlfriend's dog turn into aliens and get beamed away. And, like, <laughs> Hasn't that happened? And also, they could have stayed. It was very unclear why they were in such a rush to get back they to their planet. They got to re-record. It was a weekend trip. All this technology, and they couldn't just, like, zap the message to the planet and then stay on the planet with Scooby and Shaggy? I wasn't there. I wasn't part of that meeting. That's sad, man. But do you remember what gets them out of their funk? Yeah, Scooby Snacks. That's right. Uh, that they then, like, kill each other over. Yep. They forget about their sor- sorrows. Yeah, I didn't like the ending of this movie that much. Well, it, it's also, like, a lot of ambiguity as far as, like, did the town get impacted? Like, what's going on with Lester? What does he think now? Mm, yeah, Lester's just gone now. Gone. Dottie and the people at the diner. Yep. Like, Buck comes back and brings the mystery machine. Yeah. Only charges them $30 to fix it. To fix the entire, what was wrong with the radiator? Yeah, something like that. And deliver the, the mystery machine to, to the desert. Like, Shout out Buck. How did he know where they were? Good guy Buck. And then he ends up really having a talent for pressing flowers in his book. Yeah, that was, a, that was just something I just think they needed something to fill time. And all of a sudden this dude had a book full of flowers. And then they drive off and that's sort of how the movie ends. That's Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders. Yeah. Overall, I liked it. I did too. I, I felt as though this movie as a kid was way scarier mm-hmm. and was like way more thrilling when they first – you will never relive the shock that you felt that first time when you found out that Crystal and the dog were – I just got to relive it. No, no, not time. the first – that first time. I remember being a kid and being like, what? That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. That's all I got. That's all I got, too. Not really have that much to talk about this one. A little bit of a shorter episode, but that's that's not bad. That's not a bad thing. No, and I we think... Have, we have a monster of an episode coming up on true. Thursday. This Probably is, everybody's favorite. This is most likely your favorite Scooby-Doo. Cyber Chase. That's true. Absolutely. All right, do you have any final thoughts you want to give? Uh, my only final thought, besides besides what I had already mentioned about Scooby-Doo and whether or not he's fixed, yep. which I maintain is still a question that someone needs to answer for us. Yep. Mostly... In terms of New Mexico and, like, the culture associated with it, do you think that state is tired of aliens? Oh, my God, yeah. They've got to be. Like, that's the only thing people associate with New Mexico. And hot air balloons. Yeah. Do you think that they wish that there was some other thing that was with their identity as a state? New Mexico Tourism Board. Right in. Become a sponsor. We'll Be a gl- sponsor. We will gladly we will... push people to your great state. We will, we will talk about how your 
third film in the Scooby-Doo franchise catapulted Scooby-Doo's success. Yeah, I agree. We'll talk about... We're huge sellouts, so... Oh my god, we're, I, I, I was trying to think of something else in Mexico. I will talk about the uh, the Aggies, the Mexico State. I'll talk about the Lobos that you mentioned in Mexico. We'll talk about their college football teams. We've got New Mexico facts. Hold on. I'm looking up New Mexico facts because our research department seems to have gone to bed. <laughs> um, all right. What, what's the name Mexico. of the state? What's the name of the state? The nickname? Uh, I don't know. Oh my what god, does you're choking it. Hold on. What does it say? The nickname? Do you know what Control F is? Yeah, but I don't want to search nickname. Well, we will talk about the fact that your latitude is 31 degrees. Wait, how do you even read latitude? Oh my god. Alright, we're done here. New Mexico Tourism Board, please become a sponsor and we will say things you tell us to about your state. Thank you for listening to the Direct to Video podcast. We will be back with you on Thursday for Scooby-Doo. Is it and the Cyber Chase? Scooby-Doo in Cyber Chase? Scooby-Doo. And the Cyber Chase. And the Cyber Chase. We're very excited about it. We hope you are too. Please be sure to follow us out there on Twitter. Make sure you're subscribing. Leave us a five-star review and nice comments only. We care very much about what other people think about us. For my co-host, the Space Kook, I am Dr. Wolf. Take care, everyone. Wait, wait. Before you go, uh, New Mexico, you have a railroad station that runs through Santa Fe, Sandoval, Bernalillo and Valencia counties. Thank you. Have a great night.